Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Nothing I can say that will explain it for you. Come on. See for yourself. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Nothing. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Odd, and with me, as always, is my lovely wife, Ollie. Hello. You're listening to the Rabbit Hole Podcast, and this is Wild Hairs. So last week, on Saturday, marked the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Wait a minute. Can we just go back? Because I swear to God, your intro there sounded like Walter Cronkite. Well? Like, if you go back... This is CNN. That's the voice you use, though. (laughs) I mean, nobody asked you to be Walter Cronkite. You already look like him with the glasses. Well, you know... Anyway, so Saturday marked the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. And, of course, if you are a conspiracy theorist, I'm sure you have feelings one way or another about the moon landing. So I decided to capitalize on the uh, event and put out a poll. You know, help spread the word uh, and the gospel of the rabbit hole, but also by asking a question. The poll stated, today marks the 50th anniversary of what had become one of the most prolific possible conspiracy theories of our history. 50 years ago today, Saturday... Humanity landed on the moon, or if you're in the hoax camp, it marks 50 years of fakes and cover-ups. So, what camp are you in? Do you believe we actually landed on the moon, or do you believe it was a well-orchestrated hoax? I put this up, 28 votes over the course of the last few days, um, and your options were one small step for man, one giant hoax for mankind. And with a resounding 82%, one small step for man. People actually believe we went to the moon. I'm of two minds. I understand that it is entirely possible that it could have been faked. But at the same time, it is possible that we could have gone to the moon. After all of the space exploration that we have done, you know, the rover, we've had multiple missions into space. I I don't think it's possible at the time that it could have been faked. You know... But at the same time, I've seen the pictures, and one, they lost the entire footage. Lost, with air quotes, please. It was, like, destroyed or something, but the actual footage of it was all lost. It was on, like, some old equipment they don't even use anymore. It's ridiculous. One of my friends, Jenski, put a, 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 a comment on the poll and mm-hmm. said, uh, Fact, the technology to go to the moon, pressurized can with explosives under it, was far easier to make than the opposite theory of fakery, complex digital photo manipulation. I don't know if that's necessarily true, though, Jenski. Only because the technology that the government had available to them, it has always been stated it is 10 to 20 years, more like 50, ahead of what we have in the marketplace. And you have to think, we were doing movies with special effects during that time period and pretty convincing special effects for the time period so it's not too far out of the realm of possibility in my opinion that it could have been faked Mm. I don't believe the technology was there I don't believe it necessarily the way you're saying it 
I do not believe the technology was there to fake it. I believe it would have to be that we actually did go. I'm going to go with uh, Goofy from a Goofy movie on this one and ask a simple question. How many cups of sugar does it take to get to the moon? And suddenly we're copyrighted by Disney. <laughs> oh. Uh, Disney owns everything anyways. I do not want to be a Disney princess. I do. I want to be a Disney princess. I do remember that when we were dating, you would make fun of me because the squirrels would run up on the porch and sit in front of me. They would. And you call me a Disney princess. You still are. Animals like you. They, <laughs> they have an unhealthy obsession with you. I love that the squirrels, though, in Michigan would just run up on the porch, like run up the steps. And, like, sit in front of us and we could Hey, talk. lady, want to see my nuts? We could talk to them. They wouldn't run away. We would sit on the porch for hours and just sit there staring at us. Just... Well, for the longest time, too, I would feed those squirrels. So that's why they were comfortable with But they still, like, it was cute. They wanted just to sit with you. So you remember uh, on the last Wild Hairs, we talked about the guy that had a bunch of women's vaginas in a freezer? I don't like where this is going. When you reference a story like that, nothing good is about to happen. Yes. Well, here in the great state of Arizona, <laughs> the FBI found a bucket of heads, arms, and legs, and bodies sewn together at the Arizona Body Donation Facility. Wait. This just goes to show, if you're antisocial, you should go out and make some friends. Wait a minute. I'm confused. Did they, like, get them out of the body donation center and do it? Or gruesome, was it, like, their victims? Gruesome details have been released in a lawsuit against a body donation and tissue bank facility in Phoenix. The FBI raided the Biological Resource Center, or the BRC, as part of a human body trafficking, or human body parts trafficking investigation in 2014. Agents found buckets full of body parts and different people sewn together and hung up on a wall, according to testimony by one of the agents. This is a horror story. It's just unbelievable. The story is unbelievable, said Troy Harp, who gave the bodies of his mother and grandmother to the facility in 2012 and 2013. Harp, one of more than 30 plaintiffs in the lawsuit against the BRC, donated the bodies with the understanding that they would be used for scientific purposes. Wanted to see if I could put them back together. I was like, what was that toy? And like, it was either the 90s or the 80s. It was all mix and match. Mm. Where you could take off pieces and put them together. Oh my God. The Ed Gein playset? Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, there was a toy where you could like take off like the bottom and like a mix and match the dolls and all the little figures. Whoever did this must have thought they had a lot to gain. I quit. <laughs> uh, so cancer and leukemia and whatever else using sample cells, that's what the people were told. But apparently that is not what happened. There's a Dahmer joke in here too somewhere. For the first time, testimony from one of the FBI agents who conducted the raid has been released to the public. The agent said he found a cooler it's filled like a, with male genitalia. It's like a Pinocchio of Dahmer being just... <laughs> a bucket of heads, arms, and legs, infected heads, and a infected. small woman's head sewn onto a large male torso, like Frankenstein, hanging up on the wall, which is called a morbid joke in the lawsuit. 
I'm going to be the prettiest girl at the party. That's all I can hear in my head of that. Do you guys remember seeing the old school Mr. Potato Head and how fucking <laughs> grotesque that looked? Somebody decided to, to recreate it. People. I can't. I can't. Why? I also have the theme, uh, the, the, the uh, jingle for that old game, Mr. Bucket. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, I, I... The lawsuit also says pools of human blood and bodily, bodily fluids were found on the floor of the freezer and that there were bodies with no identification tags. Harp said his mother's ashes showed up by mail at his doorstep shortly after the raid, but he isn't even sure they're her ashes. Wait a minute. All I can think is the doctor reaching into the freezer. Y'all lose an arm? I've got an arm over here. Anybody what, need one left boob? When asked if he feels like he's ever gotten closure, Harp said no. This is open, and I don't think it ever will. Or I ever will. BRC owner Stephen Gore. What the fuck? <laughs> His last name is fucking Gore. Gore. Who the hell trusted this guy? Seriously. Stephen Gore was sentenced to one year of deferred jail time and four years of probation after he pleaded guilty to illegal control of an enterprise. Harp said that's not enough and he wants to see more federal regulation of facilities like the BRC, which is now closed. It should be. The lawsuit is into the center, or the lawsuit into the center is ongoing. I, I, that's way too lenient of a consequence for what he did. Personally, I think you get what you asked for when you trust a guy that runs a body part facility with the like, last name Gore. I wonder why there wasn't, because there is like, so when people are charged with murder and they do something with the body, there's tampering with a body. Yeah. Why was that not there? Because he... I wonder if it's because it was medical Yeah, it was use. a donation facility, okay. so they weren't technically tampering. You couldn't bring them up on charges for tampering with it because that's the whole fucking reason you're donating the body is for someone to play around with it. The problem is, is they didn't think someone would, you know, get their, uh, what is it, uh, home ex skills involved and start sewing people together. I just pictured some guy working the late shift in there testing body parts. He turns around to the body behind him. Hey, Jensen. Got your nose. I, I, I'm. Like I, when they were talking about the small, small woman's head attached to the large male body, all I was thinking of is one of the toys from Toy Story, that giant freaking teddy bear thing with oh, the tiny God. head. No. I got a big arm, a big head, and little arms. Fucking But I just, I would have said no matter what, like tampering with the body at least, because he wasn't using them for what they were intended for. Unless his literal medical thing, his whole report was, can I put them back together? I mean, but that's the thing, though. Is is was the it the Humpty Dumpty experiment? The whole what facility's the purpose was to tamper with bodies, to do different things oh, for God. medical research. And I just had that one like breakdown special come back in my head where they never specified Humpty Dumpty was an egg. Yeah. Think about that. And I, now I'm thinking of oh. God, he tried to put them together. Again. See, I've got the Gene Wilder version of Frankenstein from Young Frankenstein just yelling, <laughs> It's alive! <laughs> Someone was trying to, to reenact that scene, too, where uh, putting on the Ritz was sung. That, that, that's all I'm going to say. Picture him dancing with the dead bodies he's sewn back together. Somebody was lonely. Put on the Ritz! Somebody Sorry. was lonely. So, uh. They told me to make friends. 
This story's been all over the internet lately. The Pentagon may have released weaponized ticks that help spread Lyme disease. I don't think it was a Pentagon, but... Uh, Last week, the U.S. House of Representatives quietly passed a bill requiring the Inspector General of the Department of Defense to conduct a review whether the Pentagon experimented with ticks and other blood-sucking insects for use as biological weapons between the years of 1950 and 1975. If the Inspector General finds that such experiments occurred, then according to the bill, they must provide the House and Senate Armed Services Committee with a report on the scope of the research and whether any ticks or insects used wow. in such experiments were released outside of any laboratory by accident or experiment design, potentially leading to the spread of diseases such as Lyme. Wow. That's insane. I mean, it's not too far out of the realm of no, possibility. No, absolutely not. But Jesus. Jesus had nothing to do with that one. But yeah, so, uh, however, some Lyme disease experts are warning that uh, the claim should be viewed with plenty of caution, um, that uh, it's possible that the people have been terribly misinformed and with false and misleading information. Um, One of the books that uh, has been referred to is called Bitten, The Secret History of Lyme Disease and Biological Weapons, which was published earlier this year. Authored by Stanford University science writer and former Lyme sufferer Chris Newby. It features interviews with late Swiss born scientist Willie Bergerdorfer. Bergdorfer. <laughs> Bergdorfer. The man credited with discovering the bacterial pathogen that caused Lyme disease, who once worked for the DOD as a bioweapons specialist. Okay, I, I have many questions. And I don't think I can ask any of them. Well, you can ask them, and you're going to get a smart-ass answer from me, probably. No, but when you said Lyme sufferer, I, I pictured a guy alone in, like, a padded cell with a lime, and he's just rocking back and forth. Why are you screaming at me? Like, See, I pictured some kid sitting in front of his computer wondering why it's filled with viruses after he just got off lime wire. Boy, that made me feel old. <laughs> I ruined so many computers. I never used LimeWire. I used Napster. Let me download this music video. Ah, oh, God, it's porn again. <laughs> Don't care, fapped anyways. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> there were some weird files shared over LimeWire. Uh, there very much were. Oh, that's the same one about the body donation. Let's do the one I found. Ah, okay. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. I gotta find that one. This is the best thing I've ever found. I am addicted to TikTok. She is. She won't leave me alone with this shit. They're funny. You didn't, you even shared the one about the cop. Well, yeah. That cop is amazing. <laughs> I, well, I really like the song, Left Brain, Right Brain, anyways. So. <laughs> I am the left brain, I am the left brain. I like the right brain one. <laughs> <laughs> I like Oreos and pussy. <laughs> it's the greatest thing, and especially when TikTokers do it. You know, eventually but we're going to have to create a, 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 a warning for this because of the shit we say. <laughs> okay, fine. But at the same time, like... I just, I can't be bothered. But 
the birds work for the bourgeoisie. Yeah. I hadn't heard, I think I heard it in passing, but I hadn't actually heard this conspiracy in depth. So I went and looked, and it's literally just surface tension of. So the theory is this. All of the birds died in 1986 due to Ronald Reagan killing them off and replacing them with spies, and they're now watching us. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. Those are the words of Kendrick Smith, a 23-year-old filmmaker and comedian who runs his own production company out of Columbia, Missouri. His calm and somehow, somehow hypnotic voice has bounced around video sharing app TikTok for months. With Smith... With Smith pushing himself along in an office chair, yeah. blasting into a bright white megaphone <laughs> a phrase that would eventually become a meme reworked into lip syncs and even made into little literal artworks. Yes. Smith says the bourgeoisie birds meme took off after he and a few friends began discussing conspiracy theories. A few months ago, a friend of mine told me about this conspiracy theory he had about all the birds being fake drones. And for whatever reason, I latched onto it. And it basically, every chance I got, I'd bring it up and tell people the whole thing. Smith would embellish new parts of his grand bird conspiracy with every time he told it, eventually having a whole timeline worked out, beginning with the former U.S. President Ronald Reagan's administration. But it wasn't Smith that turned the phrase into a viral hit. <laughs> Rather, his friend, Mar Marcellus, who goes by at Sly M. Cooper, <laughs> recorded him one day spouting out the theory and uploaded it to TikTok. Fucking great. I love this TikTok. The whole line about the bourgeoisie was made up on the spot, but the rest of it I had been saying for almost a year at that point. Now, here's the thing. This is not a new conspiracy theory to me. Uh, under the heading of the bird's work for the bourgeoisie, yes. <laughs> but I have seen over the course of the last year a bunch of, of posts and, like, they're on Reddit and Twitter and, yeah. you know, darker parts of Facebook and stuff like that where okay, people are just it. like, the birds aren't real. Birds yeah, aren't real. But... Making it sound catchy like the birds work for the bourgeoisie. Look, I'm here to tell you the birds are fucking real and they keep shitting on my car. I think that's just the government not liking you because they've heard what you've said. And I swear to God, I believe, truly, if we ever tried to fly out of the country, I think both of us are on some kind of watch list because we do have an Alexa and we did unplug her because she started doing some real creepy shit. Like, real creepy shit. She like, was reporting back to the birds. So you're telling me Alexa is a sleeper agent along with birds? Is it really out of the realm of possibility? I mean, you would figure if these are drones, they have Wi-Fi Look, and I wouldn't interconnectability. Think, I, no, I wouldn't think of Amazon being the one to do that. I'm sorry, I would think of Google because of the whole 23andMe thing. All that's all in together because Google basically owns the 23andMe um, and the 23andMe. What is she, the president? Yeah, but Whatever. Amazon owns everything owns. that Disney doesn't, so I mean. I think it goes more along with the Google Home would be that thing. But. I don't trust any of them bitches. No, but have you actually got the video of the TikTok? I, I am not going to play it because it won't record right for what I we're like doing. I like it, though. 
But anyways, so, I mean, the theory's out there. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. Are birds real? Are they fake? Are they drones? Did Reagan kill off all the birds? If Who you, knows? If you have a TikTok or you have any type of social media, go search the hashtag, the birds work for the bourgeoisie, and you're going to find some weird shit. It's funny, and I can't stop. I'm addicted. I love TikTok. <laughs> Maybe they're reporting back to Twitter. I don't really care at this point because Twitter has become a cesspool of cancel culture and I'm not for it. I would agree. All right. So moving on, you like spooky stuff, right? Scary stuff. Scary stuff. Scary stuff. Uh, And you're into the paranormal. More than I should be. Well, the ghost of a randy monkey haunts the halls of a grand English country estate where romantic spook hunters flock to tie the knot. No. Titillated tourists can often hear the saucy specter laughing while masturbating at the Athelhampton Hall in Dorset near Dorchester. I'm sorry. You're telling me the ghost of a monkey is jacking off and people can't... No, okay. No, no. No, I've heard some shit, but... No. I didn't need to hear ghostly monkey fap. The spooky venue even has soul-searching couples clamoring to have their weddings held there in the hope of having the pervy primate appear in the background of their pictures. The lovable ape's afterlife antics have helped the hall be to be named as one of the most haunted houses in England after being listed on We Buy Any Homes list of the nine most <laughs> ghostly properties. I'm sorry, I know it's probably really loud. That was a volume spike, but I could The 15th century house was originally built by the Martin family, whose crest featured an excited monkey sitting on a tree stump. The estate's motto was, He who looks at Martin's ape, Martin's ape will look at him. Ever since, the horny ghost of Martin's monkey has haunted the sprawling country pile, making it a go-to destination for curious phantom fanatics. No. No, 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 no. No. When someone asks where the house is located, someone can say, Down on Skeet Street. I just, I can't. You know how people have, like, banners that they're, like, family crests, like, just hanging in their home? Why do you have a picture of a monkey jacking up? I would. Why? For that reason. For people to be like, why did they do that? Okay. Think so about it. They I, usually I have like please stop because I don't they have think flourishes should... that go up and I've... arc over. You could have the okay. semen for the monkey just shooting up and creating that okay. arc. If you keep saying this stuff, we're not going to be able to upload because eventually we want to start fostering them. And if they ever catch wind of this, we will never be allowed to foster. Eh. It's two years away anyways. That doesn't mean they don't dig into shit. I found a story from back home in Michigan. And given that this is wild hair, she should be immediately dubious. I'm already concerned. Which town? Macomb County. No. Macomb County pool pooper identified and banned for summer. That's right. In the uh, uh, county of Macomb back in Michigan, they had someone shitting in their pool. The case of the mysterious pool pooper in Macomb County has been solved. The Buckingham Recreational Facilities Association, which oversees operations of the subdivision pool located near 23 Mile Road, east of Romeo Plank Road in Macomb County, 
said it was working to identify the mystery pool pooper last week. On Thursday, the board president offered this update. Quick update on the recent pool closures. In reviewing the recorded video, we have identified the member responsible. This member will not be allowed to return to the pool for the remainder of the season. In addition, we are looking at the various options for restitution. Why is it just the rest of the summer? Why would they be allowed to return next year? Doesn't that seem a little risky? All around, this is just a crappy situation. And I, I believe that's a, a shitty band to put down. Like, they shouldn't be allowed to come back to the pool ever. Ever. Like, who thinks about that, though? Like, man, you know, I'm hungry, and I want to go swimming. I think I'm going to hit up Taco Bell and go shit in the pool. Now, like, when I was a kid, we pulled the prank of, like, getting, like, a Snickers bar or something like that. Are you finished? No. We'd pull the prank of getting a Snickers bar and, like, you know drop it in the pool and make it look like somebody shit in the pool. But it was a candy bar. It wasn't an actual fucking turd. You know, no harm, no foul. Somebody would freak out, be like, ah, oh, it's a, ah, somebody shit in the pool. And one of us would swim over and pick it up and take a bite out of it and gross everyone out. But it's a fucking Snickers bar. Are you done? What's the matter, dear? I white girled the fuck out. I can't even. <laughs> All right, moving on. Thank you. Oh, no. So I originally thought this story came out of Florida. Oh, no. And I was wrong. Oh. It did not come out of Florida. Oh, no. It came out of Alabama. Oh, God, it's almost worse. Alabama police are cautioning against flushing drugs due to Alabama meth gators, which sounds like a sci-fi channel original movie, if you ask me. Why am I pretty sure this is real? It is. No, this, this is... No, meth gators. Yeah. I'm really sure this is a thing at this point. A police department in yeah. Tennessee used the recent arrest of a guy who unsuccessfully tried to flush some meth down the toilet to proverbially dunk on a fellow embarrassing headlines generator, i.e. the increasingly harrowing state of Alabama. The Loretto Police Department took to the arguable social media graveyard since known as Facebook over the weekend... <laughs> To announce the arrest of a man in question. Let me casually throw shade in the middle of my article. Right. The department also shared a message warning others to not emulate the hasty flush methods utilized to diminish results, randomly mocking Alabama for what they're characterized as a recent uptick in methed up animals. Apparently, it's not just gators that they got to worry about. There's all sorts of animals that are getting drugged out because people are flushing their drugs down the toilet. Okay, because it eventually, in Alabama, depending on what part, it eventually would empty out into the ocean. Yeah. Well, you okay. also got to remember, too, that there's that story of that bear that ended up, like, eating, what was it, like, $3,000 worth of cocaine? You know, you see the picture, and it, it had a heart attack. But for, like, probably about three minutes, that was the most dangerous apex predator on the face of the planet, a coked-out black bear. No, see, I still think of the video I showed you last night of the uh, young girl that was 4'11 that was on bath salts and she picked the officer up yeah. off the ground by his vest and slammed him down. I think that was the apex predator. <laughs> Did you notice, though, none of the soldiers in the barracks were even willing to help? Nope. Nope. We know she's crazy, but she's on bath salts. 
So apparently ducks, geese, and other fowl frequent the treatment ponds. And they're oh, my wor- God. They shudder to think what all the hyped up uh, animals on meth would do. Furthermore, it made it far enough. If it made it far enough, we could create meth gators in Shoal Creek and the Tennessee River down in, in North Alabama. Okay. They've had enough messed up animals in the past few weeks without our help. Okay. Uh, why do I think if this, like, if, if people are doing this in, like, Florida, okay, you gotta think, this probably isn't just a problem in that one specific area. So, this has got to be a thing happening anywhere on the coast. If y'all are close enough to sharks and you flush meth, mm. are you fucking dumb? Fucking shark week just got ten times more terrifying. Oh my god. Can you imagine? Because sometimes that stuff just heightens the senses. Can you imagine? The motherfucking sharks could smell blood 20 miles off the coast in somebody. Thank God they can't walk. Can you imagine LSD? Oh, God. A shark on LSD? (laughs) Just all of the drugs you could think of putting in. What's great... Even though I made the joke, it seems like I'm not the only one that thought that. The real story here is the descriptor of meth gator in a quasi-serious fashion. (laughs) With a quickness, fans of this tomfoolery started posting meth gator as a potential new sports team or sci-fi production. Hey, who they play for? They play for the Alabama meth gators. They ain't got no teeth, but man can they run! I just keep thinking of different animals, like killer whales on cocaine. Like, I, I can't with... So you know all too well that cheating is like the lowest form of, of behavior. It's like the least favorite thing of mine next to lying, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Man tied up wife's lover and cut off his penis. I mean... A 49-year-old man uh, remains in Gilcrest County Jail with a bond set at uh, $1.25 million. Gilcrest County Sheriff's deputies say a man held his wife's lover at gunpoint and cut off his penis before fleeing with the appendage. 49-year-old entered the neighbor's home in Bell at about 11 a.m. Sunday armed with a black handgun Two children, including a four-year-old, were inside the home at the time. Uh, the 49-year-old threatened to kill the man if he resisted. He took the man into his bedroom, tied him up, and forcibly cut off his penis with a pair of scissors. And then fled the residence while holding the severed penis. In my head, I'm just picturing this Joker-style man running with a dick in his hand, laughing the whole way. The 49-year-old caught the man with his wife having sex at, at their house in May. Uh, his wa- the, the man and his wife have been married for 10 years and have three children together. Uh, he's a good man who married a stupid woman. And that's the, all there is to say okay. about it by one witness. On the other hand, I have to think of something. Hmm. Is she okay? Because it seems like she was trapped in a household with a man... Who would cut somebody's dick off? Like, you're not thinking about the other way. Has he always been this nuts? 
I mean, I'd do it. No, but I'm saying, like... <sighs> the difference is, is I wouldn't use scissors. I'd get a dull, rusty knife. I'm trying to say, like... How far crazy was he already before he did this? And... You gotta remember, though. I, people get pushed to their limit and snap. He could have been a completely sane and normal individual that but, just got pushed too okay, far. Okay, yes, but on the flip side, he could have just been this raving lunatic. Yeah, but apparently he only likes cutting off penises, so his wife would have been fine. That you know of. Well, it is 2019. Anyone can have a dick these days. This one kind of freaked me out. So we talked uh, last time about a man who um, was surviving without a heartbeat. Yeah. Neurosurgeons successfully implant 3D printed skull. Yeah, I've seen this. A 22-year-old woman from the Netherlands who suffers from chronic bone disorder has had the top section of her skull removed and replaced with a 3D printed implant. It looks like it was created from an erector set or like yeah connects I've seen this and i absolutely adore this though um so the chronic bone disorder uh was increasing the thickness of her skull from 1.5 centimeter to five centimeters that's insane causing reduced eyesight and severe headaches um, she had the top section of her skull removed and replaced with a 3D uh, printed implant. The operation was performed by a team of neurosurgeons at the University Medical Center of Utrecht. And the university claims this is the first instance of a successfully 3D printed cranium that has not been rejected by the patient. The operation, which took 23 hours, was led uh, by Dr. Bon Verweger? I don't know. You're not going to hear this. I can butcher your name. The patient's skull was so thick that they that had the operation not been performed, serious brain damage or death may have occurred in the near future. It was only a matter of time before the critical brain functions were compromised and she would die, said the doctor. Major surgery was inevitable, but prior to the 3D printing technique, there was no ideal effective treatment. Skull was made specifically for the patient using an unspecified durable plastic. Since the operation, the patient has gained her sight back entirely and is symptom-free and back to work. That's amazing. It is not known whether the plastic will require replacing at a later date or if it will last a lifetime. See, this is one of those, like, first steps of the medical history that we really need. Like, this is the kind of stuff that we desperately needed. Well, and thank God it happened in the Netherlands, too, because, you know, at least she, if it does need to be replaced, she, she'll be able to take the time off to go in and get her skull replaced. Right. Like, here in America, hey, I've got a doctor's appointment. i got to go get this skull replaced. And they're like, fuck that. You better show up. It's true, though. <laughs> fuck your couch. <laughs> Actually, in this case, fuck your skull. <laughs> uh... <laughs> skull fuck. <laughs> Uh, so before we get into some of the other stories that I have, I do want to talk about a few things. Um, so we're, um, this should mark episode number eight that we have of the podcast, and, and we've been getting a good response from uh, everyone that's listened, um, sending messages and emails and stuff like that. But what I would like to ask for you all to do is to take the time and go to our Facebook page. Um, there should be a link on our website. Uh, you can find us, I believe it's Facebook.com forward slash TRH, 
uh, rabbit hole. Um, but again, there's a link on the website at rabbitholepodcast.net. Um, we're asking you to go to our Facebook page and leave a review. Um, we want to know what you think and we want to be able to display what you think to others. Um, you know, good or bad, we, we want your input and we want to know what you think. Um, we also would love it if uh, we get more interaction. Please so make we can... sure you're only reviewing the podcast. Don't leave weird reviews. Fuck that. Leave weird reviews. The weirder the better because I'm more likely to read them if they're weird. Like if you listen to this podcast while sitting in a tub full of butter while r- rubbing your nipples, I want to know. That's not what I meant. <laughs> That's what I meant. Anyways, yeah, we're just asking that you take the time to, to leave a review. You know, uh, we, we can only get better um, by hearing what your feedback is. And plus, too, like if there's a topic or something that we cover that we don't get far enough into for your liking, please, by all means, you can share links and, and talk to us about it. We'll, we're always willing to go back and revisit um, any topic that we've covered. We've already had a few people mention certain things about the Mandela Effect series that, you know, we didn't cover and they would like in there, so... We can always do a short episode on little things that should have been added. Yeah. But, uh, we just... We want your feedback and we want you to hang out with us. Um, like there's also... all berries of conspiracy theories at this point. <laughs> there's also, um, a Patreon in the works. Um, uh, I have it set up for the most part, but I want to go back and retool some of the offers... Um, but, uh, we can only get better with help from you guys. And if you like what we do, please, by all means, think about considering throwing some money our way so we can upgrade different pieces that we need. We desperately need some stuff for the, the main computer that we use in recording. Um, we've come across some stuff that we desperately need to get fixed. We did make some upgrades out of our own pocket and it was kind of rough. It wasn't totally rough, but it was it was a lot. I needed a new graphics card, I needed a new video card, and then just recently sound card. Yeah. Sound, sound card, card video card. card. Um and we just recently got a new program to make our recordings sound better than they did before. Yeah. So we're 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 trying to do things on our own. Also to any money that you toss our way will always go back into the show. Won't necessarily merch. go into our pockets. Um we, we do want to do merch. Um we do have like the the print on demand stuff which is cool. But you know if we have a little extra money we can do giveaways and things like that so we can send you merch. Yeah. We'd be open to doing giveaways I think I think what we should do is every like episode there's like a 10% off code somewhere hidden in the episode which once we get more feedback and and see more people interacting I am totally willing to do I know what the first one would be hmm. birds work for the bourgeoisie <laughs> I will label everything the birds work for the bourgeoisie Also too if you've been paying attention you might notice a few things out of place with the titles of the episode there's a reason Dig for deeper. that. Yeah. That's all we got to say on that. Dig, Dig deeper. deeper. There's a few people that I've told uh, what I'm doing to. They are not eligible for what we're doing. No, but pay attention, you guys. Really look, because you're missing stuff. Hence why I always say, adjust your ears. All right. <laughs> can't trust anyone. Nope. Not even us. <laughs> you shouldn't trust anyone. 
That's the big thing. Um, we do have a couple of reviews up, though, and uh, I would like to take the chance, the opportunity, the moment. How many to... stories do we have left? Oh, a few. You act like you have something to do. You have no life. At some point, I would like to order lunch because I'm starving. All right, this one comes from Dan Ford. Dan said, the rabbit hole covers interesting conspiracy-related topics. The hosts, Odd Man and Ollie, deliver a balanced show with just the right amount of serious discussion and jokes. I really like that the episodes seem to be very well-researched and that they know their stuff. Looking forward to more episodes. We appreciate that, Dan. Thank you. I like to research. Uh, Paul Jameson said, a conspiracy theory podcast hosted by a jovial couple, instead of going too deep or too single-sided on any issue... They just throw a bunch of ideas at you and invite you to do more research on your own. It's nice to see a show like this about mysterious topics that is fun and isn't too serious. Not playing on people's fears all the time. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Somebody come get this woman. (laughs) Next time, if you're walking through like a grocery store parking lot and you see like a bird just kind of walking and not like not paying any attention or being scared of you. You know what? Fuck that. We've got a video <laughs> section on our, our website. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to challenge you. The next time you're in Walmart and you see one of those phones hanging on a pole there where you can get on and use the intercom, if you can figure out how to use the intercom, I dare you, I triple dog dare you to grab the phone and yell into it, the birds work for the bourgeoisie, and then hang it up and walk away. If you film it and send it to us, we will post it on our uh Website. We won't post it to Facebook. We won't post it to Twitter. We won't post it to Instagram. It will go directly onto our website. And we'll even blur out your faces if you really want. But let's see you do something. (laughs) I got a bad feeling we're going to get sued. Me too, but it'll be worth it. Just stand there in court. Sir, did you instruct individuals... To start yelling out the birds work for the bourgeoisie. you damn right I did. And they did it, didn't they? All I can think is we're trying to save up eventually to buy a house. You're going to get a suit. We're never going to have money ever again. Be a great story, though. Any store, <laughs> I want to see this happen. Also, if you have a megaphone, just go out in public and do it. That'll work, too. I like the idea of doing it over the loudspeaker. So do store. I, but if you're not, like, if you are you have a megaphone yourself, go out into a crowd of people. Open the megaphone and just do it. I can't wait to I'm see. curious to you, to what you think most of our listeners are like, what, what they have in their closet. Like, everybody just has a megaphone for the hell of it. Honestly, I've seen what you had before we moved. I'm, I know better. <laughs> uh, just because I had a bunch of weird shit doesn't mean the rest of the people that listen to yes, me Yes, it does, because right. I know That's who. True. Yeah. <laughs> uh, birds of a feather work for the bourgeoisie. Rattlesnakes, radioactive, powdered uranium, whisk, and whiskey found during traffic stop. Fallout that you... <laughs> Police in Oklahoma say they found a rattlesnake, a canister of radioactive powdered uranium, and an open bottle of Kentucky Deluxe Whiskey during a traffic stop of a vehicle that had been reported stolen. All I can think is this is literally someone who spent way too much time playing Fallout New Vegas. The traffic stop happened on June 26th in Guthrie, about 30 miles (laughs) north of Oklahoma City. Guthrie, the Guthrie Police Sergeant Anthony Gibbs told Oklahoma City TV station... Uh, KFOR, that police didn't know why the uranium was in the vehicle or how it was attained, 
Though uranium ore can be bought on Amazon. All I can think is like, think about the cop that pulled this guy over and did the search. Like, you're pulling this shit out and you're thinking, you got- I have to record. Nobody's going to believe me. Sir, do you have anything in your pockets that might poke me, stick me, or stab me? No, but you're going to glow in the dark. Like, I just can't, like, why? Gibbs says police also found a gun in the console and a terrarium in the back seat containing a pet timber rattlesnake. Gibbs says the driver, Stephen Jennings, was charged with possession of a stolen vehicle, transporting an open container of liquor, and driving with a suspended license. Sir, what are you doing with this uranium ore? Oh, I'm going to feed it to that snake and see if I can get me a mutant. Oh, I had horrible ideas there. but It's a new per- business idea. You've heard of the, the clapper, right? Well, now I've got the rattler. You just put the snake in your house and it glows. I just... If Bethesda was a person. If... Bethesda was a person. All right. Man evades capture for 15 years by using fingerprint implants. A drug trafficker who cut and burned his own skin to insert implants was arrested near Madrid. Uh, He managed to evade capture for 15 years by cutting and burning the skin of his fingertips and having it replaced with micro-implants. And he's been arrested by Spanish police. The man, who has not been named, was arrested Tuesday by officers from the National Police Force in the city of uh, Getafe, near Madrid. In a statement, uh, the police said the man, originally from northwestern Spanish region of uh, Austrias, had been on the run for 15 years before specialist anti-drug officers caught up with him. The suspect had modified and changed his fingerprints and... to such an extent that they were no longer recognizable. Uh, as well as cutting and burning, he used micro implants of skin. He had also had a hair transplant to avoid being recognized. Dude, close but no cigar. Does anyone else hear the theme to Mission Impossible? Remember when the dude would always rip off his face? No, I just hear Go Go Gadget fingerprints. Go Go Gadget fingers. You can fill in your own joke there. I'm just going to let that one go. Ah. So we all suffer from aches and pains, right? Me and you Don't both... Don't talk to me. <laughs> me and you both suffer from back pain. Well, one man had an interesting idea. Man hospitalized after injecting own semen to treat back pain. A new study published in the Irish Medical Journal recounts the case of a 33-year-old man who was hospitalized after repeatedly injecting himself with semen to relieve chronic back pain. This is the first reported reported case of semen injection for use as a medical treatment. I don't know. Isn't pregnancy kind of a medical treatment? Uh, Doctors in Dublin wrote in a case study titled Semenly Seemingly harmless back pain, an unusual presentation of subcutaneous abscess. The man's handmade remedy was reportedly discovered when he showed up at a doctor's office complaining of severe, severe back pain. While examining the patient, a physician noticed the man's right arm appeared to be swollen and inflamed. 
The explanation the man gave was one the doctor never expected. The patient disclosed that he had intravenously injected his own semen as an innovative method to treat back pain. He had devised this cure independently of any medical advice. Well, no shit. The man reportedly said he had purchased a hypodermic needle online and had been injecting himself once a month for the past 18 months before visiting a doctor. He said he hurt his lower back while lifting a heavy object and gave himself three doses, according to the study. It no joke looks like his arm is pregnant. The semen reportedly entered the man's blood vessels and muscles. An x-ray revealed air trapped beneath the man's skin, <gasps> and he was immediately hospitalized, according to the study. Doctors treated the man with intravenous antimicrobial therapy. His back pain reportedly subsided, and he discharged himself 18 times, apparently without having the infected area drained. Okay. Can we go back to... Down on Skeet Street. Can we go back to where you literally missed a joke? Where? Handmade. I snickered at it, but that, no, one, that one was too easy. Too easy. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know yeah. about this one. Yeah. Like, seriously, I've heard some fucked up shit, especially where I work. But this definitely tops it for now. I need some semen injections. Like, that's... Who's jacking off and sees their semen and goes, huh? I need that inside of me again. You just fucking... I just can't. I'm not. I refuse. Yeah, I'm going to white girl out of this one. I can't even... Man proposes in court to woman who stabbed him 13 times. Y'all ever see that couple that no matter how much they fight and they scream and they get the cops called, for some reason they keep going back to each other? I just can't quit you. Oh my God, that's this. The woman told a judge she was drunk at the time of the attack and was not trying to kill her boyfriend. The woman faces up to six years behind bars for stabbing a man uh, was proposed to in court by the victim. While in court, the victim also begged the judge not to jail her, saying they were arranging the date of their wedding. The woman was reportedly on trial in Russia for using a knife to stab her partner at least 13 times. The victim escaped and received medical help. While the woman pleaded guilty to the attack, she denied she wanted to kill her boyfriend. She said she was drunk at the time. The case was adjourned for sentencing. This doesn't surprise me that this took place in Russia. Not at all. I don't want it anymore. Well. I don't know either, man. (laughs) There's there's a whole host of shit that I see and I hear on a daily basis that makes me go, what the fuck were you thinking? Werewolves. Somebody needs to do something about that werewolf problem here in Tucson. (laughs) I just... And it, for anyone wondering, like, if you've never visited the city of Tucson, Tucson's a fucking weird town, okay? What it's a very playing bagpipes? It's a very artistic town. Oh, yeah. Um, but because of the artistic nature of everything, there's a lot of weird people here. Um, there was one time after we shortly got here that we were, I was dri- driving, and there was a man practicing the bagpipes in an empty parking lot. There was another man, man that I saw riding a moped, or no, it was a motorcycle, in a dashiki. 
And then just the other day on my way to work, I saw a homemade wheelchair. Somebody had taken an armchair that you would have found in an older house, and one of the ones that sit low to the ground, probably a, a rocker or a swivel chair type, and bolted it to the top of a shopping cart as the basket was gone and the chair was in place of the basket on the frame. Now, that's definitely a wheelchair that you're going to have to have some help with because they, they, I don't, unless he had a really big stick and he's just fucking rowing himself across the street, which would not surprise me, honestly. Guys, break dancing at the walkway waiting for the light chainsaw walk, just break dancing for no reason. Homeless people with their dick half out begging for change. Yeah, that's a new one for me. I never, mm, mm-mm, nope, not even once. I, uh, So our last story for this episode. There are people who think the West invaded Iraq over a Stargate. What? Let the record show that Richard Dean Anderson is one true prophet, is the one true prophet, and Stargate SG-1 is the new good book. You're, I'm... What? Wait, before you read this, explain this to me. I'm very confused. About what? All of it! There have been many tales told over why America and its gang of uh, uh, bros invaded Iraq. Bro! Uh-huh. Weapons of mass destruction, oil, the sh- to show the world how big and righteous their dick is. Forget all those reasons. The reasons is Stargates. Yep. Stargates. Seriously. This theory is actually impressive uh, and popular and has inspired numerous articles and shitty YouTube video after shitty YouTube video, garnering hundreds of thousands of views. It even got the History Channel treatment, so you know it's totally real, you guys. For those Aliens. Of, for those of you not in the know, according to Hollywood, Stargates are ancient alien devices that can allow any user to te- teleport instantaneously to another gate no matter the distance. Which, when you think of it, is super cool, really. And for you guys tapping away in the Facebook comments asking, why are you writing about this or talking about this? Well, consider this. Most of us are uh, into history in some fashion or another. And we do love a good conspiracy theory. So it's worth taking a peek of some of the more prominent alternative facts floating around the old interwebs. Uh, let's see. To begin, go back, talk uh, Sumerians who lived in ancient Mesopotamia. I'm not going to read all of this. I'm just not. Basically, the theory is this. The only reason that we invaded Iraq is because they had a Stargate and we wanted it. Which, I know, sounds like a, a, a whacked out conspiracy, even you know, too crazy for the most polished of conspiracy buffs. So did astrology all the way back. Let me point out something. Our Cheeto-in-Chief wants to build a space force. They also want to go back to the moon so they can build a a space station on the moon for interplanetary defense, supposedly. Well, why? Why? Why would you need an interplanetary defense? Some might say, hey, you know, they're concerned about asteroids and meteors and stuff coming slamming into the Earth. Which, okay. But why would you need a space force? 
like I'm, I'm seriously thinking, you know, that there might be a little bit of credence to this. But then again, everything with a grain of salt, right? Um, if you ever saw the show Stargate, you know that they, they dial in to the other Stargate. The Stargate powers up. It looks like a big pool. When it, it finally is powered, they walk through it and they're zipped across space to wherever the gate that they called is. I, I love the fact that I'm sitting here and my wife is just rocking back and forth, holding her temples. It, I'm I'm almost betting in her head all I'm all she's thinking is future, future. In the Stargate, everything is chrome. Tylenol and a nap. So I don't know. Really? <laughs> On the one hand, it sounds absolutely crazy. On the other hand, look who we elected as president in the U.S. right now. I mean, anything is possible at this point, and that's pretty much what I'm going with. Anything is possible. It might just not be probable. Who the fuck knows? All I know is the birds work for the bourgeoisie. And apparently there's a, there was a place in Arizona where they were sewing motherfuckers back together. Birds work for the bourgeoisie. I keep thinking of that place, <laughs> that, that story from, from the, the BRC there. And, uh, because they were sewing together, I'm hearing the, the Pinocchio, I got no strings to hold me down. <laughs> All right, folks, that'll do it for us for this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. Um, oh, no, what you do to me? So we're getting I'm ready picturing. to start a new series. Um, <coughs> and that new series is going to be on the JFK assassination. So Y'all, we're going to get red dots on our heads in a minute. But I, you're you expecting said, to become Indian? Sniper laser? Oh. Meh. Although we probably will have to leave the country after half the shit we say. But I just... You said the Pinocchio song and I pictured some lonely guy having a date with one of these sewn up bodies doing the Lady and the Tramp spaghetti thing. How do you know he didn't? Ah, ew! I'm out. Nope. Bye. I'm in the mood Bye. for love. Bye. Anyways, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, we will see you... Well, we won't see you, but... Join us next week. We, we should be getting ready to start the first uh, episode of the JFK series. Um, we might uh, do another Wild Hairs next week because we'll be kind of compiling information to start talking about um, the, the JFK assassination and all the conspiracies that go along with it. Uh, we also have the plan, too, that we're going to end up doing a cryptid special. Um, and that might end up be what comes before the JFK series. I don't know yet. I haven't decided how we're going to do things. I'm going to show you a new branch of TikTok. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed Wild Hairs. Please remember to uh, go uh, review us on Facebook if you like the show. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere. Stitcher. Uh, uh, Stitcher, yeah. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can find us. Just go to our website, rabbitholepodcast.com. Down in the footer is all of the links that you will need. Until next time, always remember, adjust your ears. 